This barbecue's only just begun. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. I'm Sergio. And today we're talking about Leprechaun 4 in space. But first, let's do 10 word reviews of movies we watched in the past week. Okay, so I'll start us off. Doesn't that sound radical? Just speaking is not radical, Brennan. Wouldn't you love to go on an adventure? Why are you doing this voice? I don't know. It just kind of happened. And I just wanted to see how far I could carry it. Answer was uh, what if, not far. I was gonna say, what if I challenge you to continue it all the way throughout the episode? I choose you, Clefairy. Okay, so that's a yes. That's you, you're Clefairy. Blinded by the light. Diversity and anti-fascist politics delivered in a Springsteen tribute video. And mine is uh, revved me up like a deuce. We scan, we stand Gurinder Chada. Okay. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Nickelodeon branded confectioner sugar is this summer's Indiana Jones. Ooh. And my review is, can you say passable? Say passable. Boots is an abomination. <laughs> That's mean to the bunkie. All right. But it's the ugliest CGI. Like, the the bounds of reality are tested so thoroughly in Dora. Like, because it's trying to be, like, a realist kind of expression of what Dora would actually be like in the real world. But then sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, Swiper just exists and can talk. <laughs> and it's very confusing. You got to keep the faves, you know, keep them as is. All right. So the farewell, a heartfelt tribute on what unites us all. Grandmother's perpetual guilt and judgment. <laughs> Love it. Um, but here is our plot, not our plot synopsis, just a plot synopsis okay. um, of Leprechaun 4 in space from 1996. Resurfacing on an alien planet, the Leprechaun, Warwick Davis, abducts a member of the world's royalty. The world, they they keep saying the world. It's the universe. There's not just one world there. I hate it. Okay, sorry. The world's royalty, Princess Serena, Rebecca Carlton, in an attempt to wed her and become the supreme ruler. Unfortunately for the diminutive schemer, well-armed soldiers arrive to foil his plans. Not easily defeated, however, the feisty leprechaun continues to battle the warriors while also contending with the warped scientist known as Dr. Mittenhand, Guy Siner. I like how detailed that synopsis was. And yet it doesn't mention two of the main characters of the movie. Who are these two that you feel deserve recognition? The biologist lady. Oh, yeah. And Boots. No, Books. <laughs> his name was Books? Yeah, his name was Books, the Marine who takes off his shirt for no reason in the third act. When you look like that, do you need a reason? Yeah. Apparently this guy was in Playgirl a couple of years before Leprechaun 4, and that's probably the only reason he got cast. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think that's. I think looks is mostly the reason most of these people were cast, including Warwick Davis. He is handsome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, she does not have my back on any of the bits that I do. Um, we rate all of our movies. You're throwing a lot of like balls at me. You know, balls out of left square or whatever the <laughs> saying is. That's not the saying. <laughs> What's the saying then? Um, out of left field. Okay, fine. Balls out of left field at me. Balls are not usually involved in the phrase at all. <laughs> well, it's in a... F I'm assuming it's they're playing com, baseball. coming out of left field. I'm assuming it's baseball. Yes. Isn't it? So wouldn't it be a ball? It's not like it's a bat. 
Well, Someone yeah, throwing no, a bat at me? Yeah, but oh, maybe, I mean, maybe if you continue to be annoying about it. Um, but no, they don't say that ball came out of left field. They just say that came out of left field because, you know, presumably it's a ball, but you don't just say balls all the time. Ball sounds more fun. Balls are fun. Exactly. Anyway, we rate all our movies on <laughs> scariness, campiness, effects, and quality out of five. So what's your scariness score? One. Well, yeah, um... You know. What was your scariness score? One. One. We can move on now. Yeah, these ones are really easy. Uh, what's your campiness score, though? Um, Five. No, four. Yeah, I also gave it a four because I think it deserves a five, but it's also so boring. It, yeah. it, it does not deserve the praise. It drags. It's a solid, like, if I have ever, if I ever need to clarify, like, what a B movie is, uh-huh. this is that. You mean in terms of budget or in terms of like like budget ambition? <laughs> ambition. Are there any particular moments that stand out to you? It's hard to specify. Um, you, now you sound like Trump talking about his favorite passage from the Bible. Well, I just it's I like, love it's it all. It's just all so great. Both the New Testament and the Old. <laughs> Rarely does a sequel follow up as good. Okay, yeah. never mind. Um, uh, there's that one point where they're in space, and it's just you mean like, the whole movie. Um, well, for starters, there's like a discotheque in the space shuttle. Yes. The entertainment, uh, sector. It was called something spacey. Yeah. That was really just trashy. Not like that would never really exist. Um, well, what are the astronauts supposed to do for fun? Oh, bone. And they do. Um, what else could, what else was bad? Uh, There's. For some reason, I felt like they were underground, but they weren't underground anything. It was just this really weird, like, set that was, like, made to look like rocks. You mean, like, that cave where he seducing yeah. the princess at first? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird cave where it's supposed to look like rocks, but it mostly just looks like wrinkly cloth is on the walls. Mm-hmm. And also, it's supposed to be a gold cave, I think. Mm-hmm. There's the part where they're interacting with the television in order to talk to Dr. Space Mitten or whatever. Mitten Hand. Um, One of the most important and influential characters of 20th century literature. um, And he, well, not he, but the screen is really shitty looking. It looks like it's just a screen in a box. No, I'm pretty sure for at least some of the scenes, I'm pretty sure that they didn't just, you know, project him on a screen. I'm pretty sure they just had a hollow box shaped like a TV and they put him inside it. So it looked like he was on a screen. Okay. Um, I'll let you believe that, but I'm pretty sure it was just like they tried to make a TV look fancy, but it was just a box. Um, uh, the characters were very poorly written. What? Yeah. There was the army guy who was like, the, you mean like the drill sergeant guy? Yeah, the guy who was missing half of his head and had like a metal plate. Uh-huh. Uh, he was annoying. Uh, the biologist. She Okay, just you're, you're giving me weird looks. I just I think we've lost the plot on the campiness part of it. Oh, I'm just complaining now about the movie, about things that I hated. That's fine. Tell me Wasn't more that things the that prompt? you hated. That's fine. It was not. <laughs> well, fine. You tell me how you thought it was campy. Okay, I mean, look... Dr. Mittenhand is the one thing I always remember about this movie and will always remember. He is, he seems to be a Nazi of some kind. He is very German. Like, he's straight out of Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Um, and at first he's talking to everyone through this, like, uh, telecommunications little TV. And then it turns out he is, like, a an eighth of a man. 
like just a head and shoulders and one arm and part of this like giant robot body. That reveal was so dumb. Oh yeah. Because I mean, not to like judge someone for their appearance or whatever, uh-huh. but he was also kind of incompetent at what he was doing. Oh yeah. Cause he kept slamming his hand and like shorting out his own circuits. Yeah. And he just kept doing it. It's like, dude, clearly you're not made of the best stuff. Like just realize what you are and like accept it. Own your okayness. Yes. And you can move on and conquer the world or whatever his plan was. <laughs> I wasn't really clear. Everyone is talking about conquering the world. And it's just like the parts in Guardians of the Galaxy where they keep talking about like, oh, time to save the galaxy again, um, which always infuriates me because it's like there's, that's just one galaxy. You've been to like 18 galaxies. In this, like which galaxy are we saving? Mm-hmm. Let's save the freaking universe, everyone. Mm-hmm. I know it's in your name, but you don't have to keep talking about the galaxy. Anyway, they also, they just keep talking about the world in this one, which is even more small-minded. And also, they are not on any planet. They are free-floating in space. What world? Ugh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, they keep trying to work in Irish stuff, like uh, Lepre- Leprechaun, whatever his name is. He sings Danny Boy at one point, and there's a part where he's lurking in the uh, the pipes i don't know the air ventilation system <laughs> um and he's like humming green sleeves to himself and i don't even know if that's irish but it's just old-fashioned and they're like we're including it mm-hmm. uh yeah on another point on the leprechaun his powers seem to be kind of everywhere in this one mm-hmm. they didn't seem to try to adhere to any kind of mythology nor provide any like mythology to go along with it it's just like here's a leprechaun he's magic watch him do his thing um also i think it's canon now that his testicles are made of brass because he gets kicked in the junk and it makes like it makes a sound of like if you hit a trash can with a baseball bat yeah, like if like dumbbells were to fall on the floor like, mm-hmm. um but no yeah i mean i don't know that the leprechaun has kind of always had like infinite power except where when you need to destroy him and he's like super incredibly weak mm-hmm. um I don't know that they've ever established super good rules for how he works, but you're right. He's very all over the place. They may not establish the rules necessarily, but I feel like they do kind of pay lip service to it. Like in that one movie, we had a little like encyclopedia leprechaun that told us things <laughs> we about sure him. Did. God, don't you miss leprechaun three? Yeah. And then there was also stuff to do with gold. And like, there was some kind of rhyme or reason that the movie was like happening. And this one, it just seemed like nonsense. We just meet him in space. We're never told how he got there. Were we told that? Nope. Okay, good. We were never told how that happened. And then we know he's trying to marry this one woman. Um, uh, and and then... Princess Zarina. Uh, and then, yeah, that's it. And then people... He comes into contact with these people. And then that's it. Then it's just... It's curtains for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, this movie is trying to do every sci-fi franchise that can get its hands on. It's obviously doing Alien and Aliens. Like, him lurking in the spaceship is Alien. And then it has the Space Marines from Aliens. Um, there's a lot of Star Wars, like the princess in the gold bikini. He kills someone with a lightsaber at one point. Yeah, how did I forget that? This adorable little dinky lightsaber that does not extend very far. Um, also, randomly at the end, it becomes the fly. <laughs> when, oh, yeah. <laughs> when Dr. Mittenhand gets his DNA combined with a spider, and he becomes Dr. Mitten's spider. <laughs> and then at the end, he goes, Head me! Head me! And then they do help him by killing him. They sure do. So what an inspiring tale. Uh, Truly the art of racing in the rain for our generation. Wouldn't it be from yesterday's generation? No. 
our generation is from the 90s. Only 90s kids will know this. Okay. I'm not going to touch that at all. Um, but yes, these are all very good examples of campiness. Thank you. Also, um, how about the part where um, the the princess just r- opens her top and reveals her breasts for no reason? Oh, but and we're supposed to believe and know that like when a woman of royal blood from... From Dominia. I was going to say Zagathor. Uh, <laughs> from whatever country she's from. Uh, planet. Uh, World. Like, they... <laughs> They show you their breasts. That means it's curtains for you. Yeah, it's somehow a death sentence. And I'm like, I feel, I guess they're just black widows. Like, they can't get married. They can only have sex once because they have to, I guess, murder the people or just wear a bra the whole time while they're doing the sex, which mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. She can do what she wants. Mm-hmm. It's her body. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, there are some lines that I actually kind of liked. I wrote them down. Brennan, share yeah. them with me. Um when Bo- I keep trying to call him Boots, but his name is Books. Um, when Books is talking to the biologist about uh, just flirting, and she says something about how he keeps being defensive, and he's like, I'm not defensive. Who's defensive? I'll shoot anyone who says I'm defensive. Huh. And I just thought that was kind of actually charming mm-hmm. and like something I could see happening in a romantic comedy. Of course, nothing came of it. The instant they destroy the leprechaun, they start making out, and like I could not care less. Yeah. What did you think of when the leprechaun did his best John Wayne impression? Oh, yeah, when he just turned around and he ha- did you notice he had a little sheriff's badge? I didn't notice that. I liked his little gun. Yeah, he had a little gun, too. Um, but I he turned around and it was at least three seconds before he made any sort of impression. But I was like, why does he have his sheriff's badge on? Has he ho- always had this uh, on? Um, but then he's like, this town ain't big enough for the t- or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's just one more genre they can throw into the blender here. Mm-hmm. There's literally a blender in this movie. When he's making the spider DNA concoction, it's just in a blender. <laughs> Space blender. <laughs> um, but yes, also there's a part where um, they're negotiating with Dr. Mittenhand in order to like stay and defend him. And the sergeant is like, we get 3% of the profits from all this gold or what. It's, it's very convoluted for a very simple and, nonsense movie mm-hmm. um but they're like negotiating the terms of how much money they're going to make from this treasure and then dr mittenhand is like agreed H- have someone draw up the papers and it was just very mundane and silly because it's like who's gonna drop the papers they're all marines mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then one last line is when there's this uh strange doctor who works in the medical bay who at first seems gay because he like a uh, one of the marines kind of moves him and he's like don't touch me unless you mean it cowboy mm-hmm. and i was like hell yeah we're going to get some hot gay action up in space. Um, but then he starts sniffing the princess like from head to toe. And I'm like, this seems like a straight person thing to do. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you thought he was gay. He seems like the least kind of sexual character in my opinion. Well, that was just a very sexually aggressive line towards a man. And in this movie that has a very unclear perspective on, you know, gay rats. The um, third one was pretty progressive when they were in Vegas, right? Was it? Yeah. Because we had gays in that one. Okay, so, well, only in your own mind were they gays. Oh, my God. they There is more text for them to be gay in that film than there was for this creepo to he be gay li- in this he film. He flirted with a Marine. Is that more or less gay than having a gay couple in there? Uh, it's hard to quantify. Um, but I don't necessarily know that that was flirting, by the way. Because sometimes that's just like... Locker room talk. Yeah. Is it is this like straight up being like 
you you can touch me, but only if we're fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty that's pretty clear to me. Um, but anyway, this movie does have a, a gender problem because when the leprechaun is like brainwashing the sergeant to like work for him, he turns him into some sort of drag performer in the entertainment sector. And he alternates between like being a Marine and shouting and then like crying like a woman. And it's very strange. Um, But also, no. So this obsequious, potentially gay man is talking to Dr. Mittenhand and he's like, what an honor to work with you. And Dr. Mittenhand is like, I despise toadies like you. And he's like, it's such an honor to be despised by your brilliant mind. And Dr. Mittenhand says, shut up. And then he's just like, I'd love to. Thank you. (laughs) And it's just, it's very fun. It's very funny. Like, yes, man Mm -hmm. material. Mm Mm-hmm. But beyond those, like, three lines, there's not a lot. Yeah. Um, we're on campiness still? Uh, yeah, if you have anything you want to say still. No. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like we've exhausted the well. Like, I can nitpick and be like, I disliked the weird... Because there's a, there's a character of color. But then at one point, he becomes very kind of, like, just... Minstrelly? Yes. And it's so offensive. Like a, like a scaredy cat black character from the thirties. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't, we don't need this good, sir. Why is this his thing halfway through the movie? Like he hasn't been given much dialogue, but all of a sudden he's acting out in this weird way. And that was annoying. I mean, if it helps, it was the character doing an impression, but it doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Um, it's a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not looking at these movies to be super progressive because they are like making fun of leprechauns and little people and stuff. Uh, but whatever. Uh, and then, Leprechauns aren't real. Little people are. Yeah. Um, what else was annoying? The weird badass army girl. Yeah, the the marine mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. What about her? Uh, oh, she just existed to be like lusted after. Yeah. But that could be said of every like female in this movie. Yes. No, yeah, especially because, yeah, there are both of the women in the movie run through the, the decks of the spaceship, like, in their underwear at a cer- at, at in certain scenes, mm-hmm. um, which I would be more upset about if we didn't also have books running around completely shirtless for, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like it evened out at least a tiny bit in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. but these are all just unnecessary things that make the movie the trash pile that it is. Yep. Certainly that. Speaking of more unnecessary things, uh, what's your effect score for the movie? Two. Oh, yeah, me too. Only because the sets were trash. The sets were trash. The kills were trash for the first, like, 70% of this movie. Yeah, I don't remember anybody really dying. Well, there's a lot of cutaway gags. It's like he pushes the marine lady off of a ledge, and then you, like, hear her splat mm-hmm. but you don't really see it mm-hmm. um and this other guy gets crushed by falling debris but you, it, you know it's like a cut another cutaway um it's all very weak but i think it's because they were saving all of their money for the third act because we get like full crazy creature effects with dr dr mitten spider um there's a guy who gets a like a silver platter smashed into his face and his face turns com- super flat and gross mm-hmm. um in a, a really delightful effect and also the leprechaun gets hit by a embiggening ray and he becomes giant. That was so dumb. <laughs> Why? He gets hit by the Wumbo ray. Why would they make that? Why would they not have a backup make smaller ray instead? <laughs> they do, though. They just didn't use it. Why don't they have a killing ray that just kills everything? <laughs> because if you can make molecules bigger, presumably you can eliminate them entirely. 
and it was just so dumb. <laughs> it was very dumb. Although I did like how Warwick Davis enjoyed looking at his package after that. Oh boy, that's that was definitely a joke in this movie. Um, oh my god. Um, oh, also we haven't talked Let's about what? question. Sure. Would you look at your package if you'd gotten like if they made you like ten times bigger? I just don't. I, I feel like that would be my first instinct. I just don't see what the point would be. First of all, like I you'd I'd assume I would be proportional. I wouldn't be like worried about it. Uh-huh. Um, and also, when you're a giant, your dick would just obliterate anyone you tried to have sex with. It's not like an asset to have a six foot long dick. No one can handle that. Look, I'm going to West Hollywood. And I'm finding someone, okay? Someone who's be, six foot one and just totally hollow. <laughs> there will be someone willing to take on that task. Trust that is me. true. Um, but yeah, I see your point. You would just like wallow and like, oh no, I'm a giant. I am a monstrosity upon the land. No one will love me. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're too big to accomplish anything. <laughs> you are not too big to fail. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Well, maybe you don't like a basketball team. I see that for you. Thank you. You've had the childhood jerseys to prove that mm-hmm. you can do do the sport. Yeah, everybody check out my, my Instagram where there's a beautiful photo of me as a child sinking. Like hundreds of photos a free back. Throw. No, it's, it's like two photos back. I post almost never. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it for that, right? Yeah, there ain't nothing else I got to add. What's your quality score? Two. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm also at a two. I was kind of worried it'd be a one because this was a rough watch. No, it was. Uh, you know, the movie was not good. Heard. I've heard that. Um. But it was fun to make fun of and get mad at. Yeah. No, that definitely it has some entertainment value to it. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed that it wasn't as good as the others because I think up until this point. I've liked every one of the Leprechaun movies. Mm. The first one was a little bit of a rough go at it, but oh, yeah. the second two were pretty zany and fun. This one was also zany. It was just less cohesive. It just seemed like it shooting took like three days, including oh, when yeah. they wrote the script. Yeah, and if it, there was a script huh, at all. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just it was tedious. The, the the like middle fifty minutes are just a slog of just different people running through these metal hallways and doing nothing like Brian Trenchard Smith, the director is no Ridley Scott and all of the alien aping that they do is just not worth anything mm-hmm. except for one sequence where instead of the chest burster sequence, the leprechaun just bursts out of a dude's dick. Um, that was so dumb. It was it's one of my favorite movies. I mean, one of my favorite scenes in uh-huh. cinema history. No, like, it's iconic because it's so strange. But uh-huh. what I will say is that, like, when was that ever explained in the lore? That Well, see, when the leprechaun first jumped on a grenade to protect the princess, which does not strike me as something that the leprechaun would do, but so be it. We're adding some Saving Private Ryan into this. Mm-hmm. Um he explodes into little bitty pizza, pe- pizzas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the Marines pisses on his corpse, and that allows the leprechaun magic to travel into his dick. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. It does not make sense at all to me, but okay. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, this movie is weak. There are some really fun bits, like all the parts I talked about. Um, and I do think the Princess Zarina is actually a decent actress. Um, she actually worked. She was on Baywatch. That's not like, you know, Oscar winning or anything. What are you doing? I'm on Duke Braden too. It's an Instagram. 
I was looking for yours, but I realized that they accepted my request. Are they and it's hot? just it's just somebody's like curating a bunch of like hot people. Um, do we have to be doing this in the middle of the podcast? <laughs> um, I feel like it's not subtracting from my delivery at all. Yeah, because you just don't talk in general. Yeah. Okay. Um well, I was saying Princess Zarina I thought was a decent actress. Do you agree? Yes or no? No. I thought they were all terrible. They were all porn actors as far as I was concerned. I looked them up to make sure that they weren't. <laughs> like, I can't be watching no porn now. My mother will hear from this. No, because I was like, oh, I honestly thought that um, uh, the shirtless dude was in porn beforehand. He does act like he is. Uh, and just because they're all like kind of like oiled up and it's just uh, their bodies. And so it, they gave the impression that they had done porn beforehand, but they weren't. So I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a more worthwhile venue for books to be performing mm-hmm. than in this movie. Anyway, do you have anything else to say, or, or do you want to sink into your Instagram hole? No, sorry, your picture is five pictures back, Okay, and it's great. Um, anything else I want to say? Uh, despite the shit that I've thrown at this movie, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it's boring... I will say, if you are following along with us on this journey, you should watch this movie as well. Okay. And then develop your own opinions on it. <laughs> Th- thank you for that. Independent that. of ours. Yeah. No, that's what you should always do. Because not everyone needs to agree did with Did our ratings match for every single one of these? Did they? Oh, I think they did. Lame. They did. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, look, this movie is pretty cut and dry with the way that it is, the thing that it is. Mm-hmm. Um. I had much fonder memories of this one, um, and they were dashed well, I on think this rewatch. I think it's like when I have fond memories of old places where I used to work food service, you know? Like, time really does heal all wounds mm-hmm. and, like, gloss over all the painful memories of customers yelling at me. You're right. And so it makes me fonder. of it. Much like this movie. You were also younger and dumber. That's true. One can only assume. I mean... That is, yeah, I mean, they're both true. I, I can only hope I've gotten smarter since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, although not smart enough to just not watch Leprechaun 4 in space again. So <laughs> judgment's out. <laughs> Jury's out. Would you watch this movie again? Would you recommend this movie to be rewatched? No. I would watch clips of it on YouTube. I would watch a compilation of Dr. Mittenhand's best moments, preferably to a Celine Dion song. Mm-hmm. Um... And I would watch the dick scene. But beyond that, there's almost nothing in this movie that's worth watching. And seeing as how you thought that um, the weird assistant man was gay, do you think that this movie gets a pride float? Shut shut up. I think (laughs) we all know our answer there. You can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. You can email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. What would be on that float, Brennan? Our theme song is A Beat for You by Pseudo Echo. The float would just be a dude's crotch, and then the leprechaun is crawling out of it. That would be the perfect float. That we can send our audience off on that on that thought. But we do have some stuff to talk about, though. We do. Yeah, like how next week we're gonna be finishing up the Final Destination movies with Final Destination Five. What? What? And we got to make our guesses for what happens in the next movie, which came out four years after this. Leprechaun Four sent it to an early grave, at least for almost half a decade. Uh-huh. Um, we're next week. Next time we're doing Leprechaun in the Hood. So how do you think that's going to go? What do you think is going to happen? 
Um, my predictions for Final Destination 5. Nope, for Leprechaun in the Hood. Not everyone makes it out alive in Final Destination 5. Uh-huh. And then Leprechaun in the Hood, not everyone makes it out alive hood style. Oh, my God. Okay, we need to end this. Wiggity, wiggity, whack. Oh, my God, shut <laughs> up. Okay, um, until next time. Good luck on your journey. I've actually seen Leprechaun in the Hood before. Have you really? Yeah. I don't remember anything. Um, I remember I rented the movie um, thinking, I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. This movie's going to be scary. I'm going to show my friends. We're going to get scared or whatever. The kids that live next door to me, their parents were very like, uh, they did not like the swears uh-huh. you see. And this movie, it has so many swears in the first five minutes that we had to turn the movie off. And I had a talking to such a shame bringing this kind of filth into their home. <laughs> God. So, yeah. So it'll be fun revisiting this movie that traumatized me as a child. Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, you'll have entered, like, some sort of S&M relationship with Leprechaun because it's, like, taboo to you now. Eh, this makes no sense. See you next week. And stay gold, everybody. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.